and that presence may it be the most precious thing that we cherish and uh, the enemy is offering subst uh, substitutes every day lying that there is something more precious than you Jesus I pray for each one of us that our hearts is um, that we uh, analyze our hearts every day and we make a new newly the decision to cherish you the most and help us to cherish you the same way the first disciples did the first uh, christians who sacrificed their lives for you jesus i thank god that you hold us so strongly in your hands that nobody can can um snatch us away from your hands nothing can take us away from you and it's so nice to see you it's so nice to see you Virgo da like you went through such challenges and now we see you worshiping God with all your heart again and it's it's so good to hear such testimonies where for example you were ill you prayed and God healed you who had has been in such a place others maybe so it's a miracle um, we are so grateful for God to God for such miracles healings but have you been in this place or you know someone who was sick and you were praying you had faith you trusted the same way and the days weeks months passed and you didn't see you didn't witness the physical healing yet but we still see you worshiping and praising god but we see that this person will not stop loving God even though he doesn't receive this healing and even in the death uh, moment if we still uh, proclaim God as our healer and savior tell me which one is greater which which way is greater um, but we don't stop believing that God does miracles and he believes but also it's a great miracle that despite of all circumstances challenges God, a, a person is still praising God and doesn't stop believing and trusting in God and um, if you experience these things that actually harden our hearts so we might not receive something we prayed for or pastor said something wrong and then this heart becomes more dark and hardened towards God I don't and what I'm gonna speak today I don't want to but um, like Jesus prayed that if it's possible that this pass this cup passes me I don't have to drink it. I could pray the same way, but 
I know I have to speak. I have to speak about it, and I have been encouraged to speak from Hebrews, um, the fast. Tell me who, which one of of you, like you uh, Hebrew <laughs> letter to Hebrews, the most. See, it's maybe not the most pleasant to read or easy to read. It's not an easy read, but uh, I feel that God's Spirit is uh, guiding me to talk about it and to come back to this letter to speak uh, to all of us today. I experienced today that we have a this warning from God. And if you hear today these words, do not harden your heart because God is showing the way to life and not death. And even if you don't like this, even if it's difficult, go this path that leads to life. So we will le uh, read from uh, Hebrews chapter 10 mm, so to catch up we can read it out loud in the new covenant it's a covenant that has been made with you and me in this day and now from now on the people of God will live differently and that covenant will be written onto our hearts and all the law has been put in my heart and even if I don't have the Bible I don't have the written word but I know I can lie to myself but I know what is uh, sin what is right what is wrong and we read further on then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. For now, where there is remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. I'm just going to catch up from 26. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries anyone who has rejected Moses law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses which of how much worse punishment do you suppose 
Okay. So, from Hebrews chapter 3, 6 to 14. So, today, if you, hear, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the days of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said they were always go astray in their hearts and they have not known my ways and so further on but now we have to read Galatians chapter 6 it says do not be deceived God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption but he who sows the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And also, five, chapter 5 says that, say, I, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. So when we read uh, in Hebrews chapter 10, uh, according to the law of Moses and the old way of testi testament, we have been set free from this way of living. We have this high priest that he sacrificed himself he took all of our sins upon himself. He went to the cross and paid the cost, um, the sacrifice. So he says, now there is no need for sacrifices anymore, no animal sacrifices. And you cannot contribute to this salvation by your good works, by your religious good deeds. And there is only one door, one way, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, who has been given for all humanity. And it only is available if you believe, if you accept it. And it says, everyone who believes, it's not enough just to know this fact, just to just to have heard about it but you need to believe and accept it and through this mercy the heaven is opened and that's when the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you it starts dwelling in you and inside of your heart you have all of the law written written in your hearts from the day you are born again and all of you who are born again who are listen to me i don't know how many of you are truly born again you can sit all of your life in church and be not saved you can know the bible by heart tell all the stories, quote every verse, but at the same time not be saved. And I'm going to trust evangelists 
do not be in a hurry to lead people into prayer of repentance. We do not see in the Bible any rushing or forcing or we do not have to so go this way where we just rushing people to say, oh, it's just you pray this, say these words and everything's going to be okay with you. You're going to grant your salvation. It's, it's like a full pray this prayer and you will receive a package. God's love, mercy, forgiveness. And I just don't see that in the gospel that Jesus or Paul was preaching. And when Jesus came and addressed religious people, addressed uh, Pharisees, says, you're like, he calls them dead in spirit, like white and grapes. And so you see, Jesus is not afraid to just tell the real truth, the real state of the hearts of these people saying, you're, you're spiritually dead. And so by preaching this, uh, gospel that looks a bit more acceptable, a bit more tempting, um, appealing to us. We are attracting so many people that accept the message with joy, but then they continue to live their lives the way they wanted, with no sacrifices, with no um, nothing, uh, alt with no alterations. When Jesus uh compared the law he was saying you think you thought that sin can be measured only by what you see for example somebody gets divorced or um, cheats on your partner but jesus is saying even if you look with lust at someone without even doing the action it is already equally sinful and you are sinning in your heart. And this new law that has been written in your heart will walk with you, will stay with you every second of your life. The Holy Spirit will convince you that this is against God and will prompt you, will, yeah, it will help you. And, and, um, even though I personally realized and I got a lot of revelations of how great God love, God's love is for me, it still didn't make it easier for me to fight. And how the Bible says you fight until blood and death um, with sin, with temptation, where... You have to fully die to your flesh. And I still had to make this choice. Even it wasn't like an easy, uh, easy way. It wasn't automatically uh, achieved by default. And for example, Diana, if she would show me her mercy, her goodness, her love, 
she's naturally loving and she is giving me this kindness grace to me he's giving she's giving me all the gifts telling me all the beautiful words compliments but if she would come and tell me Vilma do not be angry at you, at your husband forgive him do you think I would just obey her or follow her words advice just because she loves me just because she's good to me it still causes this uh, discomfort and a point where I have to choose should I obey should I listen and it's still my life and it's not enough that somebody's loving when we are born again we can start we start to hear God's voice personally speaking to us because his spirit lives in us and when you do something wrong when you you can actually feel inside we can feel God's voice I very clearly heard God's voice. I knew what I have to do. I knew what is right and wrong. I knew I have to do what the Spirit is prompting us to do. And this is the new law. And we are not um, released from law. But in the Old Testament, if you sinned, people would have been killed by stones by the witnesses of two or three people so imagine if you have received god's spirit god's law in your hearts you have known his love and mercy we have been put pre resurrected to new life with the same power that jesus has been resurrected and and even how much more God will he will know these facts and I'm begging you to please stop playing games with God those who say that it's impossible to lose salvation this is not the way as when God's Spirit comes and convinces us of sin, it's not always uh, just that we can uh, judge by a written law. Because when God's, God's Spirit talks to us, it will talk personally and the salvation, forgiveness has been given by, by grace, by mercy. So... Even though God's Spirit starts living in us, um, we still remain uh, the free will. We still have this uh, freedom to choose. Um, when people say uh, they concentrate on this world, thinking, okay, now I'm a Christian and I expect God's help in my job, in my marriage, in my relationships maybe more money would come my way but and then we all just circulate around these things pray about these things it becomes the most main concern but God is saying be careful how you walk 
and let not this mercy, this freedom be an opportunity for your flesh, opportunity to sin and live for yourself how you want, how you truly deserve, desire always uh, to all your wishes to be granted. And there are so many teachings today and they're so pleasant, pleasant for our ears. And just like the Bible says that they will call these teachers that will whisper to their ears the words that they like to hear. And when we, I don't see this gospel in the Bible. I see in the Bible that every day it's a fight for your soul. It's a fight for your salvation. It's Every day you make choices where, where are you going to life or to death. And we have to watch our soul so carefully. You will find yourself in these uh, circumstances where something happens because of you or because of the fault of others. And it will be opportunities to harden your heart, to look to test your faith maybe you will go against god maybe you will turn away from god walk away um it's just life throws so many uh so many ways how for us to become upset and angry at god and paul was so happy that he won all the trials and victories even in his he knew he's die he's gonna be punished he's gonna die but he was so joyful that he went through all the trials with, with victory he he was fighting with sin really he took it so seriously that the standards, the requirements that we start feeling inside, it's going to be really huge standard. I hear really big uh, warnings for us today, for many people, that if you sit on your couch today, you choose um, a preacher you like, and if it's your Christianity, I pray that you wake up today um the real christianity is where you do not try to compromise to apply your conditions apply your ideas and beliefs and try to find how it is compatible with god and then you find someone who sp speaks the way you like um no it's not how god wants us to do there is a real conviction in our hearts and we have to fully obey, fully bow down to that word. Maybe I speak to the to the those who are not married and you see someone you see some person you really like, you're attracted, but you hear warnings in your spirits but and you are still going into it you're still participating in this 
new relationship that maybe is, is actually contributing to the flesh. And it's not that you can keep covering with mercy, saying everything is fine because we are covered with God's mercy and, and uh, grace. Um, but if you're covering covering your fleshly behavior, your flesh uh, desires and actions, and you always keep covering with mercy, it's just going to harden your heart more and more until the point where you just fully are so far away from God that you don't know Him anymore, and you, you just become so away from him if you know do something wrong and you know it god is not gonna strike you or put you somewhat for shame god will speak to your ear he will give you warnings so you realize yourself and you make that choice god's not gonna force you into anything He's not like he can do anything and he will always come and forcefully keep putting you back on the right track. It's if you choose to to disobey, he's just going to speak to you. He's going to lovingly try to convince you, but he's not going to do anything by force. And God is sending you. He can even be sending you other people saying, listen, I got this revelation about you. I, I was dreaming this dream where God was showing me your life, your situation. Are you okay? Are you sure you're doing the right thing? And you can keep ignoring them. You keep ignoring the warning from other people who say, are you okay? Are you happy? Uh, I mean, are you doing the right thing? Um, are you sure this is God's will? And you just say, oh, how dare these people judge me? I am justified by the blood of Jesus. He has forgiven me. And these people should watch themselves. They don't know my heart. They don't see what how I, I am with God personally. And again, it's your choice. And God is... Also, I believe he's not he's not using these forceful methods to put you back on the right track. Uh, as if, if you're going to sin, God's not going to break your leg. So you can't go somewhere. It's not like this, this um, extreme. The Bible says that God is kind of stepping back. He might take away his mercy from you and just allow the natural flow of events naturally happen. Um, so where God is just kind of as watching from from distance and until you come to the point where you realize you really need God and you need to come back to him. And we, when we become too brave too daring to do these things um it's s o s 
this call back to God and imagine the Bible is saying if the law of Moses had such standards and such punishments imagine how much more it is the for us the standard the the expectations even though we have this mercy grace but it is again not excuse to sin to live uh, according to flesh and justify all of our lifestyles it is the law that has been written in our hearts and because it is so close to us it is direct God's voice to us I think the judgment will be quite strict um, because we have been given the Spirit of God and we have this help um, we have this promise from God that if we live by Spirit if we walk by Spirit we will not sin we will uh, we will not be um, we will not sin because we choose to live by Spirit I just really hope that we are not found in this position where we just have to say, I knew all the truth. I know I knew the right way. I knew, but I still chose the bad, bad things, bad way. It's difficult in this uh, day as I think the lockdown has done something um, for us, some changes. For example, I personally feel that my body became more kind of heavy to con heavier to control. For example, it's always this test, this temptation to stay home, to do something remotely and watch online saying, oh, by this church is needed, I can be by myself and God. Everyone's divided and separated. I personally felt like seven years ago, God has started a really huge testing uh, trials in my household, in my life personally. Um, it wasn't very uh, sweet, God's um, discipline wasn't really pleasant. I was, I felt like going through fire, through hell. But now looking back, I'm really grateful for God, what he has making me go through, making me fight these fights, face some kind of challenges. But God had to lead me through. I know what it's like when we are really sensitive to God's spirit but I know that it's also possible to ignore God and close your heart and your heart to be hardened. So I'm so thankful now that God is doing his work in me and I say, may that fire burn. And I want to be like Paul who, I don't know how I will live this life, but I want to be in this state in my heart 
that we are ready to go any second. We are ready to face God. We're ready to meet Jesus. Um, when I was 20, I was really afraid to die. I was afraid of death in itself. But now I see it so much more in different perspective where it's not really worth any any thing in this life is worth nothing compared to Jesus, to gaining Jesus, living for God. And when we see these Christians who it seems like they live easy life, they everything is going smoothly and they're successful, they do whatever they want, they achieve great success, they don't face any challenges, um, discipline from God, then I'm asking, are they really born again? Are they really devoted to God? Because it has to be this element in Christian life that you fight. There has to be a fight. There has to be opposition. This inner battle, spirit fights and it's not easy always so i'm always really suspicious when i hear these um christians just that everything is running so smoothly for them and things just come their way whatever they pray they get um god is good god is merciful he's loving and and then you see yourself, you walk this narrow path, there's all these big gaps, um, cliffs around every corner where you can just fall. And, and then you hear these voices around you saying, oh, why are you so de upset? Why are you so depressed? Just, you know, I'll, I will recommend you this preacher. He talks so uplifting. He talks and you instantly feel joyful and happy. I'm just asking you to not play with the spirit of God that lives in you and fight this sin no matter the cost. Whatever it costs you, fight that sin. Do not play. Do not think that you will you will um, play God, mock him, or because God sees you in, in the secret place, what is happening in your thoughts, not only that you look great uh, in church or in when people see you, okay, but God is seeing your deep secret place in your heart and your motives and your I promise you if you choose to um, deny flesh God will give you strength and power to walk from victory to victory and you will feel so alive in spirit and it always is helping you when you move the right way when you choose the right thing God is giving you that help and, and strength, strength of his own spirit that lives in you. 
and we will walk into that victory and freedom even from things that have been haunting your generation and generation before you you can stop it and you can change the course of your life of your family of your your generation the proverb 29 it says says he, he who is often the bible says when you want again and again be careful do not be stubborn you, because it's so often that we tempted to just be it's just this pride that takes over um how dare he try to teach me how dare he rebuke me um because you think you know best and it's this pride that it gets in the way um you then it this lie takes over you that the person is against you even though they just love you and they care for you and they want to help because God may be put in their heart in your situation and I really pray and I thank you Father I know that this revival first comes in our hearts in our minds then it has to come in our families and church and only then we can go into the world like the light and the the world will see your love in us your glory your power um i really pray for this true strength in every christian that we obey that we honor you god that we do not play these games with you if jesus is calling you today if he would call you home would you be ready to meet him is your heart in the right position i'm not asking where your heart has been 20 years ago but at this moment where are you are you still hearing god's voice and if you hear what do you do do you follow it do you obey and these questions i ask you to carry on today when you leave throughout the week that you keep these words in your heart and may it soften your heart and break all the walls and distance. <laughs>